Hello, soul family. We meet again in this time, space, momentum of now that we call ourselves and the world in which we reside. And with that being said, I come to you bearing a new podcast episode. This is episode six of season two. Although I do realize that season one was pretty informal, it's kind of scattered. So does that really make that season zero in the season one? I guess that's up for your own interpretation. <laughs> but okay, guys, so for this topic, yet another lurking in the shadow type energy that I often like to bring into this space, I'd like to touch on the concept of life and death and what it means to fully live versus what it means to fully no longer exist. Life is something that is meant to be lived, so to speak, as it is to live. But even if you look at the word live itself, backwards, reflected, it would be evil. Many people project the idea of evil onto death. Not in a way of death being something that is so bad, but more in the concept of like, say you were to take a life that would be evil, perceived as evil to humanity, who look at life and death in these light and dark matters of form. But could you imagine if there was someone to exist or people to exist or if this was the common denominator of life itself, was to realize that we were never meant to fear the unknown. We were never meant to fear death itself, but instead see the beauty of death as much as we see the beauty of life. This is a concept that isn't so much welcome by all, by any means, but does that make it less valuable? Does it make it less pertinent to the situation at hand? If we're meant to live, we are also meant to die. By default, from the moment that we are born is the moment we begin to die. Because we are merely vessels of time, time perceived by the mind. We are literally encapsulating space and transmuting it into the energy that we consciously form. All of the matter of our thoughts that we express, even just the expression alone, can create a matter of its existence because it matters in your existence. And what matters to you will eventually take form. The mind holds so much power Yet it also holds barriers, restrictions, and boundaries and areas that often go untouched out of fear because of societal norms, perspectives, and views. So now I want to ask you to go on a little trail with me, a little story time, so to speak. Imagine being someone born into this world with no culture, no scale or skew of view to have set one particular way, but instead simply existing 
and knowing only of life as life itself and the function of what you are. And now I want you to imagine how death would look to you if you were in this type of a reality. You were never programmed to fear it. And you you only really knew to value the life that you have. But yet there are things in life that put us in situations to where we must face death. And in this situation, you would be faced with death just like anyone else. But you would have no fear of the concept of it. And now I want to also take you out of that story and put you in another story. Imagine a life to where you were born and raised in a culture that valued death and saw it just as beautiful and important as life. And you were raised to believe that death was the ultimate release And it is the sacred act of a job as human life being here, well done. Almost like the prize at the end of the game if you win. Or maybe like the gold medal, the silver medals, the bronze medals that everyone receives. Because in our today's culture, there can be no winner, right? It has to be literally everybody wins. And that's okay. Because the structure that we're built on has a lot of loopholes and flaws and things like that. So maybe there was never really meant to be a winner, so to speak. But maybe we all win by simply existing, by simply living life. But okay, going back to this, imagine this culture to where you're raised that death is actually the most beautiful act, almost more beautiful than life. And because of this... You're programmed, or I don't want to say programmed, but aren't we all programmed to some extent? (laughs) You're cultivated through your culture to believe that even taking a life is the grandest act of kindness. Could you imagine a life to where death is so beautiful and perceived by the culture that you live in, that if you were to take another's It would be the most act of kind regard to give that person the sacred freedom to be released. And what if this same culture believed that to fear death is to fear life? Because you can't live a life if you're always fearing death. Because you would see it as it's something so scary to lose that you would be unwilling to fully live. So the said culture that is cultivated (laughs) literally lives the life of everything on edge. Anything could happen at any moment and they have no fear. Imagine they had some secret code to the universe and understood that the frequency of fear was the resonance of this world to be able to keep the population controlled. How would that make you feel? How would you feel being born into that culture? Or can you even imagine it? And that's the thing. As people here on earth, we often can't even imagine a system, a structure, a belief, a culture outside of our own. 
And that's really the moral of the purpose of the stories. It's not so much about those cultures existing or that way of life being a way or being right or wrong. The whole concept is, is what is right, what is wrong? And is death really so dark or is death the great release? Could it be that the only way to keep people in control and in power of, of another power source outside of themselves is to believe that the ultimate act of release is the most ultimate act of evil or fear or the unknown or, or that you're destined for some ill fate if you are released improperly or if you release yourself, whatever it may be. What if that's really all it is? What if it's just, it's just a program? Think about it. Is it not? Is it not a program to fear something? Even to fear an ailment. Fear is literally a captivating energy. It's an energy that will consume your mind. It is an energy that will prevent you from living your life because if you are in fear, you cannot live to the fullest because to live is to be fearless. So tell me, do you fear death or do you fear life? (laughs) Or do you fear nothing at all? Do you feel that you simply exist and you're willing to take risks and challenges and do things that don't necessarily fall into the social standard and norm and the supremacy of all? Or do you view life from the skewed vision of the cultivation of your culture? And what is culture other than the cultivation of a realization of what you were taught to believe. And even the word belief, believe, belief. Be, lie, frequency. The be of the lie frequency. Truth is, there is no truth. Only the concept of the human mind and the, and the history that we've been fed and the cultures we've been cultivated through. There's so many different perspectives, yet these perspectives all hold different objections, objectives. But if we all came together and just saw the beauty of all that is, would we fear death or would we accept it? Will we see it as a beautiful natural element that must take place? Would we see evil the way that we see evil now? Or would we come to terms with the realization that maybe those that even seem the most evil have the most highest agenda for good? What if everything is literally so perception-based that everything that we know is wrong because everything is that is is right how would that make you feel no duality no good no bad but a perception-based reality of each individual individual here on this planet is there even really a such thing as evil or is it just the perception of the belief that you have been fed 
the belief that's mentally institutionalized in your own head. Just some food for thoughts. <laughs> and as you all know, the point and principle of my podcast here is simply to open a portal, a portal in your mind for you to see things that are meant to be seen. For you to unconsciously, subconsciously, consciously unwrap, then wrap, and then gift the presence of the energy for you to see outside of the realm of your beliefs, the bee lie of your frequency. Because no matter who you are and where you're at, we've all been programmed. It's just a matter of seeing it for what it's worth and a matter of understanding that there are broader perspectives. There are different points of views and we are not always right. And the thing is, what if wrong was the right? What if everything that we see is mirrored? What if it's all just this big lie to keep us here? cluster fucked with our realities fearing death itself when we're not even we're not even alive to live because a lie energy can it be alive or is it just the reflection of evil because it is nothing but the lie of the frequency in which it is instilled I oftentimes question these things and I come to the realization that without some type of fear-based reality or some kind of structure or some kind of cultivation, culture, or programming, whatever it may be, the world would be at such a frequency that the structure of itself may fail because if no one has a bee to lie underneath the frequency of, would we even fear things such as death? Or would we just be without the lie of the frequency? Just be and accept life when it's gone just as much as we accept it when it's here. Maybe the whole thing would just break down. Maybe everyone would just go crazy, insane go within themselves and maybe that wouldn't be so bad but maybe it would maybe there would be no perception of bad or good Hmm. either way this is my food for thought for you today i thank you for being here as always i hope this conversation this context opens up some type of portal of energy within yourself And you are able to perceive and consciously weave whatever matter is intended to be. I am so grateful to have you here with me. I ask that you follow me in all of my my spaces, excuse me, which include TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, and Anchor. I ask that you take this information and water it with yourself and really start questioning reality and what that entails. I love you guys so much and we will meet again. And when we do, it shall be beautiful.
So until then, I will see you or speak to you in another momentum of now. You are loved and I will talk to you soon.